it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. This episode is sponsored by Savannah Naturals. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Savannah Naturals or check out their website at savannahnaturals.com. Hey, I have an awesome episode in store for you today. I had the pleasure and the honor of interviewing Dr. Ikena Finch. Dr. Ikena is awesome. I mean, I met her back in 2015, I think, on Periscope actually. And I was a part of her Periscope mastermind group where she would pick topics each week and we would get like, I think about 10 minutes to expound on them. But she is like a mentor to me. She's a social media guru. And I just absolutely love Dr. Ikena Finch. And our interview was mind-blowing. I mean, life-changing for me. It actually opened me up to just think of things differently. We really spoke about passion and purpose, which is something that I've been really connecting with lately and open to, you know, really exploring more. And I just really enjoyed my conversation with Dr. Ikena. And I think you will too. Here's a little bit of her bio. Dr. Ikena Finch is a podcaster, social media coach, and speaker. She coaches in areas of empowerment, life, and social media at the individual and group levels through her company, Finch & Associates, LLC. She is the co-host of the Motivate Social Podcast broadcasted by her company, Changing Minds Online. She speaks and live streams on topics of motivation, education, and social media. In 2018, she founded the Social Power Summit, an event with live and virtual component for women in STEM and people of color in social media to have a platform where they can shine. Dr. Finch is the co-author of six books and she launched her first solo project, Motivation Ignited in 2016. And also, I want to say that it is Dr. Ikena birthday today. So I'm going to leave the link to her book, Motivation Ignited. I recently read that book again. It was an awesome, phenomenal read. I think you should get it. And as her birthday, I think it would be awesome. She would love for you to get her book today. So let's support Dr. Ikeena. If you enjoyed this interview as much as I enjoy interviewing her, I'll leave the link below. Make sure you get Motivation Ignited. And it's on Amazon. And here's the interview. Here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's Brandi Taylor, your host. And I have an awesome guest today, Dr. Ikeena Finch. Welcome, Dr. Ikeena. Hello, how are you doing today? Pretty good, can't complain. I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today. So can you tell us something about yourself that most people would not know? Oh, that's going to be interesting. (laughs) Uh, What most people don't know? Uh, I actually love to bake. Really? Yeah, I love, yes, I de- I decorate cakes and cupcakes and all that kind of stuff. So most people don't know that. You don't just bake, so you decorate. <laughs> you mm-hmm. I I can't bake nothing. <laughs> I can't bake with an easy bake. Um, now I could cook, but baking, oh my, I cannot bake. <laughs> But that's awesome. Yes, I, I don't talk about that at all. <laughs> so, so you got you got a <laughs> inside scoop. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So yeah, well, when I need some baked goods, I'm gonna know who to call. 
Yes. I know who to call for my baked goods. Well, that's interesting because I did not know that at all. And um, I'm not there with you, sister. I can't bake at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, well, great. So you bake. And tell us a little bit about, like, what you do in your spare time, your hobbies. We know you're this business professional and a social media guru, but, like, what are some of your hobbies? Tell us a little bit about your life. Well, uh, the hobbies have been shifting because of – um, you know, I need to get more exercise in. So um, I've been doing a lot more walking on trails, different things like that. I am looking into uh, going to kickboxing class. I think that that would be fun, you know, or the uh, regular title boxing that we have one here. And so I've been thinking about doing that. Uh, love computers, anything uh, where I'm learning a new app, a new gadget is relaxing for me. And I fell in love with Alexa, you know, now that I found out she can read my books. So that's been fascinating. Yeah, so I love anything technology. So now I have a smart diffuser now and a smart plugs all over my house and (laughs) all the things. So I'm looking forward to that, that, you know, that's been fun. Um, but as you could probably tell all the things I find fun are nerdy. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that that at all. And I saw that. So you, you don't have to have an audio book for Alexa to read your book. Okay. So that's part of the uh, trick. So like, let's say either you have an audio book or Kindle. Mm-hmm. As long as you have it in your library, they can read it. Oh, wow. That's great. Mm-hmm. So I have a bunch of the, I have the Google one. So I have okay Google all day. And I'm not say it too loud because she'd be trying to answer. But I have that mm-hmm. <laughs> all over the house. But um, I know Alexa is very similar. I wonder, does it work with Google as well? I have to try that. I think it, uh, I think as long as it's fallen into the Amazon situation, mm-hmm. it should probably do. Yes. Okay, great. I'll check that out. That's interesting. I love audiobooks. I find that I take in more content that way, but mm-hmm. I, I am trying to read. Like, I'm actually, like I was telling you, rereading your book, and it's actually been helping me. It's interesting how sometimes you'll read something and you'll read it again and it resonates with you differently. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about you. I know you're, you're a social media guru, you're an author now, but how did your career path start before you got into all of this? Whew. All the way down memory lane. <laughs> um, my very first job was at Chuck E. Cheese. I used to tear apart the games and the robots and all those kind of things. I also learned how to uh, cook pizza like no other. It would always be the man and me. Uh, you know, I knew how to do just about every uh, role in there. But it taught me how to hustle. It taught me how to move. And it taught me how to think on my feet. And I stayed there 10 and a half years. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, while I was going to school for engineering. And uh, once I got out of there, I started what really was the turning point was probably when I was working with the soldiers. And um, that was in Colorado. And they were trying to get into civilian life. They were done with their time. And, you know, uh, 
and they if they were retiring they got two years to prepare but if they were not retiring then if they were just exiting then they only got six months to prepare for their life and that made me also think on my feet you know uh it's nothing to it but to do it and that's one of the things that really made me realize that we have to stop with the fear they they were scared every day all day but they came in there with the attitude of I'm coming in here, I'm going to get this job and I'm going to make sure that I'm set and ready, whatever I have to do. And that really motivated me. And so in the process, that's where the social media came from because uh, we were trying to find different ways, new innovative ways to get them jobs. And uh, my first social media hand, uh, platform was LinkedIn and we had a group and where we connected them. And in the process, I would post different articles and tell different things that I've learned and all that. And people start resonating with me. And that's where social media came from. And from that, you know, I saw people's lives change from social media. I saw people connect with people they would have never connected with before because of social media. And I saw people's lives change for the better because of social media. Great. So and what exactly did you do with the soldiers? I didn't catch that. Uh, I was a career counselor for three years. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, they had their way, but, you know, uh, I was a different beast than most of them. And so I had to make a find a way to work for me. And, you know, eventually the um, career fairs grew. The Once I found my niche, career fairs grew. The opportunities grew. The connections grew because we brought the employers to the soldiers. They didn't have to go searching and hunting. And, you know, we gave them classes. We did the things. And because of that, a lot of people's lives changed. So, And they're still going strong to this day, of course. And, and because of that group, that group is still going, as believe it or not. They merged it with some others. But all in all, they're still using that to help service the soldiers. So I'm very pleased. And that was in 2006. Wow. So, awesome. Yeah. That was like the start of it, like so, when social media really started to really kick off, bro. Oh, well, I started in 2006. We, start, uh, uh, we started the group in 2008. So, yes, yes, it was around that time when everything started really kicking off. And we taught them everything from LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter at that time. And then, you know, I'm sure they've expanded since then. But that was... Uh, that was greatness. But I think then Periscope came and you could see the person that you were interacting with and you could, uh, you know, really touch that life. And it was amazing. It's one thing when I post, but it's another thing when I talk on live, you know, and you could connect with the people and they're asking their questions and you never know where they're going to come from and you never know what frame of mind they're going to be in. But it is powerful when at the end of a live stream, somebody says, thank you. I really needed that. That resonated with me. That touched my life. I have the tools that I can uh, use to reach my next level. So that's what I love about social media. Great. So it seems like you accepted your calling very easily to me because I know you were in education, right? You were teaching mm -hmm. at a university, correct? And you left 
teaching a university after your success with social media through Periscope and Facebook and all of those things. And you started um, your two business. I have the Changing Minds Online LLC and Finch and Associates. Can you tell us a little bit about how you decided to take that leap? And you just it really embraced uh, helping people and teaching people online tools instead of like what you were doing for the university and you were able to leave that and now that you're doing those things full time. Mm-hmm. So with the university, I was actually a dean. And so a lot of my time was, you know, university and then me. And well, then with Periscope, it started shifting, you know, and people started wanting you. And when you are being asked to go to Periscope's summit with three, 4,000 people, <laughs> you know, and you're yeah. speaking at these things and you're like, oh, but I need to be at the university. And, and you realize that you can help somebody. Now I help people at both spots, but you could either help somebody on somebody else's terms or you can help them the way you know you can. And um, now I do teach, uh, but I teach faculty now which is a total different situation in teaching students. <laughs> and I train them how to be coaches, which is also, I'm a certified coach. And so I didn't, I took the parts that I loved and I kept going with that so that I can help them become coaches and be better in themselves. But I took the regulation off of me. You know, I'm able to help them. They appreciate the skills, you know, when you get to a certain spot when you're just kind of making money for other people and they don't really, you know, there's no appreciation factor. There's no, you know, uh, are you being poured into situation? You know, Hey, how you doing situation? You know, when you know that you could be using that energy to help and shape and mold a life the way they really needed it, it was time. And so now with Changing Minds Online, that's my more servicey situation. That's where we do our podcasts. We talk about, you know, we write our books about motivation and different things of that nature. And then Finch and Associates is the social media uh, and the coaching business. Awesome. So you have two businesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. Great. And a few years ago, you launched your first book, Motivated, Motivation Ignited. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about Motivation Ignited and how that all came about. Motivation Ignited actually started in 2014, and I did a few chapters, and it sat till 2016. And in 2016, after two years, and after the, uh, you know, when uh, the deanship was over and I was fully in the entrepreneur and helping and servicing, I think I needed to live a little bit more for me, for the people to get the gist of what I was trying to say in self-motivation. Mm-hmm. Like when you become an entrepreneur, you learn self-motivation like no other. Girl. <laughs> there is no one pushing you and they are okay with you failing. Mm-hmm. And not another thought about it. Whereas if you fell on a job or whatever, you know, you got to get counseled. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's got to be vocal. It's got to be known. It's got to be all this. 
Whereas when you fail with something that has your name on it, that's a hurt like no other. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to motivate yourself, especially when you've been used to being told, be here at a certain time, do this, do that, do this. These things still have to be done, but nobody's telling you to do it because you are the chief everything officer. And so once I learned the true meaning of my passion and purposes and all these things, that's when that book was written and it was written in eight days. Wow. In eight days. Yes. And I published it on Thanksgiving day. I pushed the button because it'd been sitting there for about a week and I pushed the button. I said, we're going to just do it. And then I went off to Thanksgiving dinner with my family. When I come home, somebody had got a hold of it and shared it all over Facebook. And there were orders sitting there on my Facebook page waiting for me. <laughs> wow. When, where can I get a signed copy? I don't want to buy it until I can get a signed copy. So I posted an Amazon link. And so I had to. And what most self-published officers may or may not know is that you have to make a separate link so you can send out your own uh, signed copies. Uh, so I had learned that real quick. And <laughs> and literally, I had ordered maybe 20, 25 books. By the time they came to my house, they were all sold, and I had to order another round by the time <laughs> once I got this link. And I was like, oh, my goodness. But it came about really because when you know you're walking and stepping in your purpose and your gifting, it'll just flow. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's talk about that because I, I love it. I love that it's a quick read because honestly, mm-hmm. I, I either do go for quick reads or audiobooks because to read hundreds and hundreds of pages, it might, it takes me some time to just sit there and find the time to do it, but I'm always on the go, always doing different things. So I love that it's a quick read. So it was one that I was able to read very quickly and that you could refer back to. And I love So the way you break it down, like the way you tell about the first thing that you cover is mindset. So can we talk about the mindset a little bit? Oh, certainly, certainly. That's the foundation for any and everything that you do. And people kind of, where everybody just kind of throws it out there, you know, people think it's just woo-woo. And it's so not. You know, once you really get the grasp that whatever you believe in your head, you can achieve because that's the energy that you're putting out there. And, you know, it's really subliminal. Um, Once you just shift your mindset from seeing something half full versus half empty, your perspective starts changing. And it is so amazing when that light bulb comes on. And I used to teach that to my students. And I teach that to my coaches now, you know, that aha moment is so important and nobody can give it to you, but you. Mm -hmm. And so that is part of the mindset piece. You can choose to be the best at what you're going to be, or you can choose to leave it alone. And even though you're saying it, your actions and your mindset are going to determine what you really have chosen within your spirit. Wow. I love it. Mm-hmm. And the second one is passion. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your passion? <laughs> you know, 
I want to break down. I break down passion and purpose kind of together. Passion is that love of or your interest in something. And I tell my audiences all the time, because I just did a workshop on this book, as a matter of fact, I said, please, please do not think that just because you're passionate about it, you're good at it. Right. It's so not the case. You know, I watched my mother. She's very passionate about football. Yeah, she has never picked one up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But but she's there screaming and hollering just like she was in the stadium somewhere. But she has never done that. You know, if you were going to put on the field, you'd be batting a thousand. But, (laughs) you know, so you can be passionate about things that you're not good at. But as long as you still do the studying and the craft, now she could tell you interception and all this stuff. You know, I just see them running up and down the the field. You know, it's just not my ish. But, you know, that's something that she's passionate about. But now you tell me about different computer systems and I can break them down for you with no problem. And y'all might be looking at me like, "Er," because that's something that I'm passionate about Uh, versus purpose. Now, please, please, please know that something that you are purpose to do or deign to do is not something that you want to do. Let's be clear. Wait a minute. Break that down. Something that you're purpose to do and ordained to do is not something that you want to do? Yes. Okay. Elaborate. Okay. Uh, yes. Enlighten you? Yes, I shall. All right. So you'll get this story. I you uh I'm a PK. Most another thing most people don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I am also uh have done minister and training. So when I was speaking to my uh minister trainer, he would tell the story about how he ran from his calling to be a minister for 30 years. But what is he doing now? He's a minister. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to live his life and do his things and da 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 da. But what did he end up doing? What he was purpose and deigned to do. He did not want the responsibility of all those people on him. He did not want to be the reason why somebody came, you know, or changed their faith or did whatever. He didn't want all of those real strong feelings on him. And so he decided he'd rather just live his life as a normal person. But that was not what he was. He was not deigned to be normal. He was deigned to be a minister. Okay. And, and, and even more so a shepherd. You, you, you know, the you know, preacher, pastor, things. All right. And so, um, and I say that, I use that example to say he didn't want that. Most of, most ministers, when you have that story, they don't want it. but that's what they want to, but that's what they end up doing because that is their purpose and calling in life. You know, a lot of people want to be rich and whatever, but some of them are called to be teachers. Now we know nine and a half times out of 10, we're not going to be rich in education. That's Mm -hmm. called spade to spade. But, you know, <laughs> so they'll come and they'll try to get different other jobs. I, you know, I went and got an engineering degree. When I knew that I wanted to be a teacher since I was five years old, what am I, a teacher? I'm higher education, but I have been in K through 12. 
So I basically ran from that. You know, I tried to be an accountant. I tried to be an educator. I, I mean, uh, you know, engineer. I did uh, leasing and all these other things to end up where? <laughs> As a teacher. So, you know, that's what I mean by you may not want to do it, but you end up doing it. It's interesting that you say that. Um, so let me tell you a little bit. So you know I'm a makeup artist, and I love, I'm passionate about makeup. I, I'm good at it. I can do makeup. And But I don't really feel like, I think makeup, it was needed for me to be in this field so that I can, like, uh, to meet a lot of the people that I have met over the years, mm-hmm. to go some of the places that I've been. Mm-hmm. But I'm really starting to understand what my purpose is. I have a mastermind group, and... It's interesting how I'll talk to people and I'm able to like talk to them and really get an insight for their business and what they should do. And so I felt, and it was kind of strange because it would just happen. Like I wouldn't necessarily have known what your situation was, but I could listen to you speak about your business and I, and he'll give me stuff Mm -hmm. to really pour into you. And I knew years ago that one of my purpose was to help people to see their purpose mm-hmm. and to help them to walk into theirs. That's why over the years I've seen models and I've told them, you're going to be big. You're a supermodel. And when they get there, they're like, you said that when I was 14. And I'm like, yeah, I saw it. Or I'll tell people who maybe in other fields, like you should keep at this field because this is for you and, and he's going to open many doors for you. And they may not see it at that time. Now, what I realized myself is, is that's not easy for me. Mm-hmm. I would rather actually do makeup, but I've been more successful when I am actually running a mastermind group or doing these events. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure that out, Dr. A, because I was like, you know, doing the makeup, I've had some success, but it just seemed like I just never get to where I think I should be in makeup. But me doing these events, me starting a podcast and really, you know, talking and connecting with other business owners, me starting a mastermind group, that works consistently for me as I've started these things. But makeup, it's my passion. It works a little bit. And I, I've, you know, like I said, I've had some great experience with it. But I'm really starting to understand now that it's really not a part of my purpose mm-hmm. as helping people to figure out what theirs is. So that's, so I really, and, and I have, it has been uncomfortable because I'm trying to figure out how to monetize that because I know you can and how to really create that as a business. But I'm not always comfortable with saying it yet or really <laughs> walking in, stepping into it because it's a lot of responsibility. And sometimes I feel nervous because I'm like, you know, I don't oh, know if I'm going to always know how to direct people or how to guide people and lead people. It's easier for me to just put some lipstick and mascara on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> that right there, what you just said, that is usually why people run from the purpose. Mm-hmm. The purpose, all purpose, all purpose, people hear me, comes with responsibility. It all comes with responsibility. And we'll also be given that passion. And that's why I talked about them interchangeably. I mean, well, together, they're not interchangeable. Uh, because the passion is usually that easy thing that gets you quick money, that is, oh, 
everybody thinks it bells and whistles and ding, ding, ding. And that's what people come for you for. But the purpose is that thing that you protect. You don't talk about it a lot because you know when you get into it, you're going to be intense. And then when you finally, but you also know that once you're done with it, even though you may be personally spent, because when you in your purpose, you do pour and you do empty. And so that is another sign of purpose. When you are just basically spent, but you're overjoyed, it's the weirdest feeling. You're spent, but you know that you've done touched a life, you done saved a soul or whatever it was, and you did what you were supposed to do, but you don't talk about it very much because you don't want other people's opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's usually something that people are like, eh? like what uh, and how, what kind of money are you supposed to make with that? And what are you supposed <laughs> to do with that? You know, and what, uh, I mean, why don't you just go and put some uh, mascara on the face? What, what are you, what are you talking about? You know, and <laughs> so you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And same thing with my purpose. Uh, you can make a lot of money doing your tech stuff, but why in the world you want to help and motivate and teach people? You know, all of those. And so you stop talking about it. You hold it in. You, you sit up there and you hear society. So you do the things that they want you to do so you can make the quick money. But then there's that hole that longing, mm-hmm. that oh, that thought that you wake up every morning with and you go to bed with every night. And that is the purpose. That's that missing link. And once you start addressing it, and I can tell you have with the expos, with the masterminds, with those things, you start slowly incorporating your purpose into your passion area. And then eventually it starts taking over to the point where you don't even really need the passion area anymore. And you're just living in your purpose. Are you tired of trying natural hair products that don't work for your hair? Then you need to try Savannah Naturals. Savannah Naturals is a trusted hair and skincare line handcrafted with natural and organic ingredients that support healthy and strong hair growth and nourishing properties that help restore smooth skin as well. Savannah Naturals cares to all. These products are made to serve as food for your hair and skin. You can follow them at Savannah Naturals on Facebook and Instagram. That's Savannah with a C. Or go to their website at www.savannahnaturals.com. I can see that. I, I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, I think that's, I'm accept, and I'm accepting that now. I'm really accepting my purpose now. And so I'm like in transition, just trying to really, I, I plan to operate in it more. And, um, and, and I'm not like letting the makeup piece go, like the makeup oh. artist piece go, but I plan on operating in my purpose more because that's, that's where I'm, what I'm, what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Cause just like with you, you said like as a teacher at a school, you can't be, I just wanted to piggyback on what you said earlier. Like teachers don't make a lot of money. Uh, college professors of course make more than regular school teachers, right, right. of course, but even still teachers are not paid enough for what they do and 
how they help and pour into people. But see, one way you can do it is you've created your own platform and you're going to, you know, be successful. You're going to be wealthy because you're walking in your purpose and you're teaching people all over the world because you have the opportunity to meet, to, to actually meet needs more than just within your school district, but all over the world through social media. So I can really see that for you, Dr. Well, thank you. I received that. I appreciate that. You know, I, when you were saying you're not going to leave the makeup alone, oh, that was never a question. <laughs> That's your industry. That is where you're supposed to live. That's where you've built. Um, I'm going to say it like this. And, 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 you know, I'm just getting something and, you know, you, you, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Sometimes the journey has to go a certain way so that the outcome can be great. So all the stuff that you were doing was building blocks to get into your purpose so you could be comfortable. You were not in a space where it was going to flourish the way you needed it to flourish. But now you have expos under your belt. You have uh, years of makeup under your belt, years of business under your belt. So now people are hearing you with your masterminds. They're coming to the masterminds. They're coming more to the expos. Uh, bigger people are coming to the expos. And because of this, now when you say you're going to be successful because of A, B, or C, they know this to be so because you have receipts. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> okay, so, you know... That was just what you went through was to help you get the receipts you needed so that certain people can hear because we know that in the beauty industry, we like a little flash, flash, and a little bling, bling. So <laughs> if you can't show them, you know, the receipts, then they're not going to hear you just for the simple fact that you can't show them anything. You can show them so now they can hear you. Awesome. Yes. I love it. I'm all the way there with you, Dr. A. I appreciate it. This this was this has been a good conversation. <laughs> Great. I've enjoyed it as well, as well. So I what do you have coming up now? I see now. Now what actually inspired you to do a book and bring in other authors? Uh yes. It is called the I call it the Panura series. So you're gonna you're the first person that's actually getting ready to hear the full series. So we're starting with empower preneurs. Uh, we're then going to go into social media preneurs, coach preneurs, and educate educator preneurs. The four facets of me, basically. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, but I've also noticed that the four facets of me are all kind of um, service C. Okay. Meaning that, uh, every aspect that I'm involved with in those areas needs a champion. Mm -hmm. So empowerpreneurs, we're used to being in the background. We used to be on the ones that make everything work. We don't necessarily get a lot of praise. If we do, it's a lifetime achievement award or, you know, a great service award or something like that, you know, then you have the social media preneurs. They're in the background. They're making other people look great. 
They're uh, making other people shine, you know, because usually they're getting paid to make, you know, get their stuff out to people. And then, you know, uh, and they're trying to get this understanding. And even though we are a lot of the social media managers, when you look at so the big wigs in social media, you see four of us, five of us, come on. And then, you know, coachpreneurs, once again, Coaches are the ones that's in the background, making that person, uh, making sure that they are in alignment, enhancing their life, moving them to the next level, eventually so that they can elevate and then move on to their coaching. And then finally, educators. They are the first person that a child touches. They're the first person that you touch when you get ready to elevate to your next level, whether you're being trained, whether you're being you know, uh, getting a certification, whatever, you have to have that teacher. And they don't get all the accolades that they do as well. So with these books, I want to highlight these people in these four areas and let the other people see them the way they need to be seen. So that's what they're for. Wow. Do you know that is part of the reason why I do the podcast is to highlight different entrepreneurs and different people in their professions, where no matter what area they're in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you're creating a book doing just that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I created uh, my social power summit for the same reason. Uh, to highlight women in STEM tech, uh, people of color in social media, because they weren't terribly underrepresented in in the industry. And now they can come out, they can be seen, they can get the video they need, they can get the press they need, they can start getting the clients they need because, you know, sometimes all they need is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. They can blow it out the water from there. They just need a toe in the door. Right. And I want to give the, I want to use these books, the conference, you know, uh, even my uh, podcast as well to be that toe to help them get to, into the door. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we share we share very similar passions. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely uh, love to do that for people as well through my expos and podcasts. Just to shine mm-hmm. a light on different people that you don't always hear about, but there's so many great people doing some great things. It's all over the world, and it just gives me the opportunity to connect with these people and to share um, what they're doing and, and like you said, to give them that toe in and maybe, you know, someone may notice them or recognize them mm-hmm. that hadn't before. And so, um, that's, that's one of my passions as well. And that's what I'm doing with, with all of my adventures. I didn't even know you had a podcast though. Tell us about the podcast. Yes. It's called motivate social bringing people, uh, people who are changing the world via social media. So we uh, highlight sung and unsung people. And, uh, yeah, it started, uh, in 2014 and then I shifted partners and then we moved in. So, uh, yeah, you can see it on, um, Apple and, you know, iTunes and, and Stitcher and tuned in and all those things. And, you know, I would love to hear what you think. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. I mean, I saw something about a podcast. I just thought maybe you were. Uh, featured on a podcast every now and then. I didn't know you were, it was like your podcast. So I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Motivate Social. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody else should as well. (laughs) 
Yes. So I see you. I've been seeing you posting. You're traveling. You're speaking all over the place. Uh, Tell us a little bit of what you got going on there. (laughs) That was real funny because I took, you know, me and Lord have good conversations, uh, you know, uh, throughout the year. And last year I was like, okay, we're going to work on scarcity. We're going to do three events this year. <laughs> and, and, you know, cause last year I was everywhere. So we're going to just try to stay on the ground. We're going to try to stay in our house. <laughs> so, so that I was able to do that until May 31st. And then it kind of snowballed from there. So, um, yes, yeah, the ones that's up right now, are uh, the Women's uh, Success Women's Summit, 20, uh, 2,500 people in Biloxi, Mississippi. Wow. We're going to be talking about content, uh, repurposing, and things of that nature. Um, then we're going into um, Victorious You, and I'm going to be talking about social media and the power of limitless opportunities. And then we'll go into, uh, I'll be at the Sherwood Conference, a speaker con. I'll be leading the social media team there. So we'll be making sure you get all the good highlights. And then finally, uh, oh, and then I'm also going to be in New York, uh, in Brooklyn, at the Mompreneurs on Fire Conference uh, with Dr. Alley. That's uh, going to be amazing. So women, if you are ready to step out there and be all the mom and the preneur that you want to be, this is a great place to get your strategy for next year together. Wow, I saw that. Yes, and then, you know, finally it's going to be ServeCon. ServeCon is personal to me because I saw I'm a servant leader mm-hmm. and this was one conference that is dedicated to serving leaders and telling them that they do not have to sit there and be broke to serve. Yeah. I love it. It's like, hey, man. <laughs> and, you know, and she's so diligent about it. And I said, I want to help you get it out there and. And let these people know. And she's got so many different workshops and people that's going to pour into the people. Please come to Columbia. If you're a servant leader and you are ready to put your craft out there, this is the uh, conference for you because it's going to be intimate. You're going to be working with the speakers. You'll be doing interactive things. And you're going to leave out there with a plan. And this is very important. So ServeCon, if y'all don't do anything on ServeCon, you know, that's good. And so, but I'm just in, and that's for my servant leaders. Servant leaders get to ServeCon. But if you're a speaker, get to SpeakerCon. No. Victorious you, you tired of being having limits on your life? Get there. Uh, the keynote is Stacy Lattisall, the R&B singer. You know, remember her. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then the keynote for uh, the Success Women's Conference is Ilanya Vincent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, lots of stuff happening in the kingdom. A uh, lot of stuff happening in 2020 as well. And you know, I'm gonna definitely keep you updated in that. But 
you know, we got a couple of things that I'll know in September if we're going to be doing that's going to be exciting. So, yes, 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 yes. Great, great. So tell me about your summit. You did it online for the first time, correct? Yes. All online. How did that go? Oh, that was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. You know, when you're having a large event and you're sitting in Walmart and you're watching your phone ding because people are talking about your event. (laughs) (laughs) That was classic. That was absolutely classic. And, but... It doesn't take as much planning as a live event, uh, and but it's definitely rewarding because you get more people and you can get to more countries. So I decided my uh, system is going to be live on the even years, virtual on the odd years. That way everybody gets a, a taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because not everybody can fly into Nashville, Tennessee, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> so uh, 2020 will be in Nashville, Tennessee. I hope to see you there, my friend. Yes, I plan it. That's all my 2020 calendar. Okay, now, okay. Like, okay. see you in the place, in the building. Yes, yes. and I got to bring you to Detroit, too. Okay, yes, we got to make that happen. And, I mean, this is... It's just so wonderful to see all the stuff aligning, you know, when you work in your purpose and your gifting and a lot of people feel like they did all this work and then it's just like, it feels like for not. Well, I did this work in 2006, 15, 16, 17. Now, 18, 19, 20 is blowing up. Mm-hmm. So if I had given up back then, where would I be now? And what and who would I miss lives, you know, that I could have touched and still touching, you know? Mm-hmm. So entrepreneurs that are listening to this call, don't give up. This is part of the journey. He needs you to be, you know, to understand what your clients are going through or, you know, your people that you're serving are going through so that when you get elevation, then you'll be able to reach back and grab somebody up and bring them on. And then you'll reach up and find somebody who's in a larger space than you that wants to take you under their wing. And we make a large community, our mastermind that way. And we just, each one teach one. That's what I do. I love it. I love it. So what keeps you motivated? (sighs) potential. I want to see what it is. I do. I want to see what it is, whether it be, you know, just touching lives for the rest of my life or growing this business to instrumental mounds or speaking all over the world or, you know, or coaching or training or whatever it is. I want to see what it is. And, I love breaking limits and barriers and things like that so that I can share that with my people so that they can do it too. And they can work smarter, not harder, you know, and that some of that passion kind of rubs off on them. Some of that go get it. Some of that motivation will rub off on them and they'll know that they can get it too. So that's what motivates me. Great. How do you define success? I think as a servant leader, 
I had a success moment the other day. And I thought it would be, oh, because, you know, most people think, oh, I made this number or I made this amount of sales or da 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 For me, it was when uh, one of my coach students said, we had a session for me to graduate my class and you made some suggestions and I did them and now I'm getting unlimited work. Wow. And I was like, yes, you know, he's in a better place because I was there where I was needed to be in his existence and his journey so that he could move up. And I was able to play that little part to help him get to his next level. And so that for me is success. Awesome. So I know you're an author, but, (laughs) (laughs) and you have some great books and we're definitely going to leave that information. But what is the book that have made the greatest impact on your life? Ooh. You know what's funny? I would say The Color Purple. Really? The Color Purple. I sat there in high school and read that book from cover to cover. I would come home from school, go right, and for some reason I had a session with sitting in my mother's room and in her floor. And I would sit there in the floor and I would read that book from cover to cover. And my mother knew I I read because I had to, not because I enjoyed it. And it was the first book I ever read because I enjoyed it and I wanted to know what it was. So she she knew that I was going to be introduced to some stuff that I may not need to be introduced to. But mm-hmm. she didn't stop me. Because she was like, I'm not going to take this away from you. God bless it. You got a book in your hand. So go ahead. Go for it. And so now she wouldn't let me read it again, but she, but she did let me read it. And, and I was like, I love anything about history and things like that. But to see the imagination of a human being in that many pages of a book. Mm-hmm. And go all over the world to become a movie, to become, you know, in different languages and this, that, and the other. I was like, wow. I said, and then for her to be a black woman, too. Mm-hmm. I said, that was a probably, I can do it. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm not meant to be on level one, I can be on whatever level I choose to be. Mm -hmm. And you never know what is going to motivate you to hit that, that aha moment. But believe it or not, I think the color purple really was the one that hit that because here's a black woman that they necessarily wasn't thinking was going to do blah, 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 blah. And now she's known all over the world, pulled a surprise, da, 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 da. And here we are. Mm-hmm. And so, so I would say that opened my eyes to the opportunities that I could have as a little black girl, you know, who people didn't have any real, you know, society didn't have any real expectations. My mother had plenty of expectations of me, but society <laughs> did not have that many expectations of me. And 
and I realized that they shouldn't be sleeping. So, yeah. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so, we have established that you are a tech geek, nerd, and everything else. Yes. So, I always ask everybody on the podcast, because I'm just interested in finding out, what is your favorite business tool? Mm. Oh, something out like- of all of them, and, and, and it's funny because business tools for me are slightly different than the average person. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media wise uh, would be uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, Money wise, I still love a good PayPal. Um, and then of course, um, you know, course wise, I love Thinkific. Um, then for like my apps and, um, doing different, uh, video and things. I love InShot and I love, uh, um, oh, what is that? Headliner. Love those. Love those. And then I used to be a Calendly fan, but I then finally fell into the land of acuity. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So those are some really cool ones that I, you know, I fool with on a daily basis. And you know, but the thing I probably couldn't do without is Zoom, because that's where I coach, and you know, that's where I really live in a day to day basis. So yeah. Yeah, me too. I've really fallen in love with Zoom, and there's so many things you could do with Zoom. I'm still learning, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still learning. Well, great. So I want you to tell everybody how they can find you on social media, all your handles and your website, and all that great stuff. Well, you can find me on all social media handles at D R A D Finch. Yes. And uh, that is also a social media tip that I give to everybody. Try to make sure that you have the same handle across the board because it's easy for them to remember that one thing. And how do you name it? You can go to namecheckr.com and you can put your um, the handle that you want to use, preferably 14 characters because Pinterest and Twitter have a 14-letter character count. And then uh, it will let you know what's available and what's not available in that handle and try to get something that is close as possible. And then that way that keeps you in alignment. I love it. That's some great advice because I had never heard of that before, but I'm going to be checking that out myself. All right. Thanks for the advice. Well, Dr. Akina, it has been awesome talking to you today. I really appreciate your time and you being on the podcast and I um, just really have enjoyed you and I wish you nothing but the best in all of your speaking engagements and travels and endeavors. And um, I know there's so much more to come from you. And um, so, yeah, if you had any other things that you want to add, if not, um, we can end it up here. But let me know if you have something else you want to add before we go. Oh, I just want to thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I appreciate you. Um, anytime that I'm able to share a little uh, spark, I take openly take the opportunity. So thank you so much. 
Thank you. And you have definitely shared your spark today. And I know you'll continue to do this so uh, with the world. So everybody, that was Dr. Ikena Finch. Make sure you get that book. I'll leave all her social media links in the description. And as always, stay great and we're out. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.